I listen to the Black Guy You Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. I am your host, Rod. Joined as always by my co-host, Karen. Who, you know what today is. It is a feedback show. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we've been slowing down the schedule over here lately. Um, and we're honestly, not, I've been enjoying it. <laughs> I've been enjoying it. Okay. I've been I'm not it. even going to lie. We, y'all, we have had a, this week has been a blast. I see what life is like for the rest of y'all. Right? When y'all be like, I got shit to do. I'll be like, ooh, I, I see now. Well, it's not that y'all have shit to do. I always have shit to do. That's actually the problem. I have too much shit to do. <laughs> um the problem but like you know when you're not writing a tv show and writing a podcast and you know being a guest on other people's shows and doing your own show um i see how y'all watch all these tv shows and movies and stuff i've been watching tv shows and movies now watching Mm -hmm. justified now um i watched the second season of perry mason uh you know i'm having a good time out here in these streets i see how y'all are always catching up with stuff yeah it'd be um, like right hey, why aren't you seeing this why aren't you seeing that right like i don't have time yeah i've been slowing down a little bit and i kind of like this i don't know how long this is gonna go on but it's gonna go on for a while i think i think <laughs> i think i like doing just a couple shows a week uh we'll see but um anyway <laughs> yeah, yeah we'll see how long this lasts before we be like you know what <laughs> uh but you know anyway the feedback show this is where we talk about the things y'all had to say about the things we had to say over the past couple of weeks and it's very simple you can leave feedback if you look in the show notes all those are ways to leave feedback you know the emails the voicemails stuff like that the comments our website you can do it that way on anchor you can leave comments on the polls and you can leave comments on the um i mean you can vote in the polls and leave comments on the episode for the q a on youtube you go to our youtube channel you can leave comments there like we really make it easy for you to give get your opinion heard and get your voice heard on our show you know it's not just a one-way street all we ask in all levels of feedback that you leave be respectful be nice be be you know let's be kind let's let's keep it that way because we can do that i am sensitive that way we can do it back to you mm-hmm. you take the time to listen to the show we take the time to create it and we want to create a uh we want to have a civil discourse in our feedback with each other yes um so you know all kinds of people listen to this show uh so you know we're, keep, we're keeping all that stuff into effect all right or caving into account i meant to say but the first and foremost people we always shout out on the feedback show on the black guy who tips.com you can look in the right hand column and you can choose to put in on this show Mm -hmm. and you don't really get much back for that you can just be like i want to i like that you exist i'm glad the show continues to go on here's my x amount of money per month of my one-time donation to the show but whatever the amount is no matter how much it is whether it's recurring or one time we give you a shout out that's right new honey more money let's talk about it tabitha m april g alexis h marlon b yes marlon b 
dwanga from down under good day mate tanya s Dostry j tiffany b shirley wong esquire please say the esquire alfonso m lindsay b j full we got mr span uh the span mr span podcast palmetto stone magic jasmine j james c autumn w david c bambi dr professor bambi latricia c unbridled love kimberly aka uh falcons diva kevin w jason f ken m Derek lw lauren c zach from the living corporate podcast tanisha g preston aka slang of ages podcast uh we got lastly dr j again so i i don't that's how long it's been since we did the feedback show <laughs> he donated twice uh all right y'all that's it for this uh this edition play me out choir Ooh, getting funky there all right let's take the time out to read a couple reviews all right yay yeah we write all kinds of i mean we do all kinds of shows Mm -hmm. and y'all leave all kinds of reviews uh oh you can leave them on apple Podcasts. make them five stars Mm -hmm. keep them nice i see keep them cute and we gonna read them don't have to be a certain length or Mm -hmm. anything it could be an emoji we don't care leave them this one's from trey victory one who says power podcast electric revival empathic podcaster trying to get the five i'm a podcast fiend trying to stay alive when they come to charlotte mecklenburg but you better not hide because the tvg wt family gonna hot ride ha love you guys trey swindy thank you trey thank you um love love this is from kelia uh, or keila who says love this podcast five stars thank you that's all you guys to say thank you and we appreciate both of y'all for leaving them five star reviews okay mm-hmm. the onlyest and bestest kinds that the we likes the only ones i see all right um let's get into the comments on our website and youtube and anchor when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping kroger worth it every time kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply episode 2719 occam's racism is the title of this feedback show apia from germany says i seem to be the wrong kind of white woman because when i cry no one pays me i try is this only working in the u.s here no one cares absolutely no money comes in when i do well y'all don't have any black people over there i think a crucial part of this equation is uh you need some body that you're being 
very unkind to and using your power uh to exert uh very unfair will over top of them and then when you are called on that you start crying and that's when the money comes in so that's when everybody donates yeah you can you know try your best to go find you know some black people to oppress and then cry but i don't know feels like if you listen to this show hopefully you're not the kind of white lady that would do that i hope not she says when it comes to online outrage i always wonder who wants me to be outraged and why most times it makes me engage more with some kind of media luckily i never engage in online fights and i'm a person who can get angry in real life but fighting online gives me no satisfaction one good response is the one i borrowed from keith keith malley of course of uh keith and the girl lots of think, lots to think about thanks <laughs> she said she said I, I that pisses people off she said i added thanks <clears throat> yeah um yeah mine used to be okay but honestly that was when i used to like go back and forth with people online i don't even mm-hmm know what i was trying to i don't know what i was trying to get from that um and i think sometimes it's probably frustrating to people who even listen to the show some people that are just my friends in real, real life some people that just assume my content through social media um i know it can be a little frustrating because i can sense it i'm still an empath i feel it i right. feel the, the 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 pullback when i do these things but i am a bit skeptical in the in the opposite direction of most people that's not to be contrarian just that i don't like to join in on the game the jumping jumping of somebody i just need to know why and i'm not a person that tries to like protect terrible people or anything like that it's just literally i see the world differently than i saw it five or ten years ago i now try to at least be aware when i can you know we all get lost in the sauce some days right i try to be aware of like what's the end goal of this shit like what's the point of me trying to get some lady fired from home depot because she says she thinks she's too cute to work at home depot right or she said that people tell her that like what like how does that culminate to where 24 hours later she ain't got a job that y'all no one stopped to think like maybe we are doing too much right and also the thing is for a lot of people particularly when it comes to the group culture as a collective the group never thinks and what what's next what's next what's next then what then what a lot of times people go okay whatever their line is and everybody just disappears to all of a sudden the movement isn't there anymore and for most things particularly online i give it 24 to 48 hours most of the time it is dead maybe you know an, an extra 24 hours you know if it's something really popping but it's rare that something happens on social media this a week long that is a rarity yeah. like, it is I, I, and i'm not even i'm not even saying you have to wait a week or any mm-hmm. of that stuff. i just really feel like like because there's no shortcut i just really just try to use discernment more and i yes. think people find discernment annoying now yes they because do. we're such a um we are such a uh immediate uh gratification type of or at least immediate results type of culture at this point especially online online is almost always immediate results so i think you're slowing down their dopamine feedback you're slowing down that process when you're saying okay let me think about this or uh, this is not the thing this is not going to be my thing today or i just need to look into this more i'll see how that plan pans out a lot of times i think people find it annoying because the whole thing is like uh you ever played that game katamari damacy no um but it's like a game where you like 
roll this ball of stuff and as you roll smaller stuff you can the ball gets bigger and you can start roll bigger stuff onto it oh i see you play that game with the little blue creature yes yeah and so i think a lot of on route online outrage is like katamari uh i think i hope i'm saying that right i think it's katamari yeah domacy um yeah damn i did have it right uh <laughs> what a call that, that, y'all don't understand how clutch that call is when did this fucking game come out 2004 you, your boy you that years ago your boy got the memory okay that's all i'm saying um i'm about to show y'all the game on um on here uh but the point being like i feel like a lot of online like outrage movements is like katamari domacy where you start with this small ball and um you just roll it and you're just picking up shit yeah. and it's just getting bigger and bigger and the goal is just honestly to make the biggest ball possible i don't even think yes. the goal is a hundred percent to be like right about stuff anymore mm-hmm. i think a lot like when you're looking at destroying people's work or you know sometimes people's lives even or just you know like trolling people or whatever sometimes it's like oh the or just you know we're hating the favorites we're hating the celebrity of the day whatever a lot of that stuff to me just feels like you know we're outrage farming yeah and also like you said uh people who use discernment people who their personality they just don't make instant decisions you have some people their personality anything you present them with they have to process it which is fine and that's not always a bad thing even though they might come up to the same conclusion as you, you might make it in three minutes. It might take them 30. It might take them a day to come up to that same conclusion, but they have to go through that process. Yeah. And, and I can always be mad later. Angry, right. angry emotions, depressing emotions. I feel like I don't know why people rush to get there. Yes. And also <laughs> the thing is, if you're somebody that thinks or somebody has discernment or somebody that's slow to anger, a lot of times, like you said, those you irritate those people because like you say you knock their high when you come in with common sense be like hey doll slow down or just ask questions or just ask yes. questions because you don't know you know and that's the thing you're like i remember when that everybody was shitting on brian mcknight and i was just like i don't know man like can i get the background before i start saying he ain't shit i mean it, it, it okay it's gonna take five minutes for me to catch up on the reading but i'd rather catch up on the reading and just be walking around like i guess he ain't shit no more you know uh anyway back to this sean says i think you are too hard on sean king uh he i mean he provides an invaluable service for those that want to feel the mega church grift without the time it takes to go to those garnished sermons garish sermons sean king serves a community he does so prodigiously without him his followers will still be losing their money but they will lose their time as well mm, that's a good point mm-hmm. uh while no one's looking says the south and trauma many african-americans i mean many african-americans in the north are the people of the descendants of the people from the south right along with nostalgic memories that are there are tragic memories too lost property threats of violence and actual violence are all part of the great migration story those family stories might not paint a factual picture of the south but an emotional one i'm 56 years old and i remember my mother telling me and my brother logically a small town in west virginia is safer for an eight or and ten year old than the south bronx in the 1970s but in her mind it wasn't i think believing you are safer in one area over another is a form of denial that many people use as a coping mechanism yes thanks for letting me share my thoughts desiree i i i agree because as a totality 
most African Americans are navigating the world the best way they know how in the midst of white supremacy. And people deal with it in various different types of ways. You have people that uh, see it and won't acknowledge it. You have people to run away from it. You have people to run towards it. You have people to get angry about it. People get sad, depressed. You have people that they know it exists, uh, but they are, but they quote unquote feel safe because they want to create their own utopia in the midst of the white supremacy, uh, which we all try our best to do. But no matter how hard you try to create this utopia, uh, whiteness will not allow that to last but for so long and then you have to go back to stage one and acknowledge it again and I think the re-acknowledging and re-acknowledging wears a lot of people out so they just flat go in denial and they just want to act like well that shit don't happen here like uh, you know I you know I'm and also for some black people you have some some people to feel like they're special I'm special I'm above that like that, like that, like quote unquote. That's for the poor's, or, the, or that's for for you know the the quote unquote lower class Negro type of thing. When none of this is true, you know, because when it comes to white supremacy, it we're all the same. Mm-hmm. It doesn't it doesn't separate rich poor. It doesn't separate. Uh, and truth be told, it's hard to get other uh, uh, people of color to understand white supremacy is white in everybody else. You're not special just because you're not black. They look at you just like they look at me. Uh, they might quote unquote accept you and you can come into groups and be around them. But at the end of the day, a lot of them will look at you just like they look at me as somebody beneath them. Yeah, I think, th- <clears throat> I think that's a big part of it. Um, for sure. I think, uh, it is an emotional thing over a, logic thing in a lot of ways and it is the goal like you said to set up your own utopia outside of white supremacy and i like i said i don't hear it as often anymore especially since people become more a bit more aware through social media about how stupid some of the things people say you know like we'll just move out of alabama and stuff like that like people start to go okay let me shut the fuck up i don't know what i'm talking about Mm -mm. and i think um a lot of times I, at least for me I, even with all the podcasts i listen to and stuff i don't hear the oh well, the, the south racism you know that's bad but up here it's fine you know i think that's uh you know not happening as much and i'm glad for it but me too. uh it's definitely like the result of racial trauma and mm-hmm. fleeing this area and of course if you flee an area you think it you know because because racism was so bad at the time and the as a student of uh, a lot of black history you know reading all these books and stuff and the main thing i've seen in all the stuff i've read is the absence of racism in the past typically means the absence of black people yes and then uh as you see these black people arrive in places like chicago um new york all of a sudden the violence and the color line and the red lining and the uh exploitation and the um all kinds of uh, other things that have that it just it starts it's like the only difference between a lot you know some cases i'm obviously not all but in a lot of cases the only true difference between like 
the good black good white person and the bad white person in, in back in the day was whether or not they had proximity to black people because once they felt black people were encroaching upon their um living space suddenly the racism hopped out mm-hmm. you know um but that is such a great point and I'm, I'm really glad you wrote in and and and, and said that Desiree, uh, Desiree um the comments on youtube let's see what we got here uh okay zero comments on youtube for uh occam's racism if i'm making sure that's right yep and then let's check the um poll and and the comments on um on the q a the poll have you ever rented a city bike or something like it Mm-mm. 86% no 13% yes I'm I'm scared of not rid of the city bikes I'm scared of them scooter things okay the, well something like it that's a, that's a city bike basically okay I'm scared of those uh, reason wise because I see motherfuckers ride them and they don't know how to ride them I see them on it with bare feet not bare feet but like open toed shoes like fucking themselves up I was like no thank you I, I don't want to ride something that I could break my neck on and and I don't know how to ride it all right uh the poll on the poll is, results are 17 percent yes 83 percent no um on um spotify the q a on spotify no more scammer sob stories uh coach malik says yes i cannot wait for the january 6th Je- oh wait actually you know what let me approve all these comments uh <laughs> so that the people on spotify can see that people are leaving comments uh that's my bad um <laughs> all right he says yes i cannot wait for the january 6th jailbird special episode i'm like a kid on christmas eve wallace says aka aka blue white wave rider i'm a little tired of scammer side stories myself but talcum x is a creative scammer did you know he used to be a preacher yeah i did know i know so much about this man honestly i wish i didn't know <laughs> right it's not that i want to know like i i am of the belief that um oh man i don't want to denigrate too many people but i just don't think there's a way around it i'm of the belief that almost all the activists we've been introduced to via social media and maybe it goes back before them but definitely via social media almost all of them have a level of ego tied up into this shit that is a bit unsavory for most people it's it could be off-putting because it it just works in in hand in hand you almost can't be an activist without branding right but you can't be a brand these days like a brand is bigger than a person Mm -hmm. and it puts and it puts people in a position where they have to separate themselves from the other activists and i still feel how i feel after a few years all the fucking beefing and fighting and shit i don't like it Mm -hmm. and it's human and they are uh, they're a they you know they don't have to like each other but it just feels like when your whole thing is about some big ass cause and every day i look on social media you fighting some other nigga i'm just like why do you think i give a fuck which one of you is the one that gets us to whatever the goal is i don't care don't care if the like what i would like to do is not be killed by the cops right both of y'all say y'all can do it but you can't do it together because some something you don't like each other or some about the money or some about the i don't give a fuck and honestly i if the kind of people that give a fuck about that 
they are, don't give a fuck about that cause anymore like whenever i see people <clears throat> egging on the activists and each other's mentions and mm-hmm. like because what you ain't never seen me do I, I i follow these activists and some of them you know cool with me whatever I, you've never seen me quote tweeting them and like tagging people or going in they mention like hey someone so said such about you because honestly i feel like that is so counterproductive and the people that come running to that they just want to fight yes they, they don't care mess. yeah they don't care they don't care wh- who it is right. they like you let they them pump about your goals or anything you let them people pump you up and the next thing you know you've been spending days online fighting with some motherfucker and at the end of the day everyone's gonna use everything that was said to discredit both of you so and i get it it's hard you're human you're in the middle of something so you know it's it's hard to push that kind of ego aside yeah you know the activists that i respect or like mostly have are people that i see push their egos to the side for the greater good you know um because that's something i respect it's something i strive to myself it's hard to do yes it is um but at the end of the day i feel about sean king the way i feel about a lot of these motherfuckers Mm -hmm. and that's just the truth man like i'm i'm never gonna try to denigrate people i don't try to spread like right-wing conspiracies but like so it's it's a sad state of affairs where like the right-wing trash websites will be the only ones that will like publish something that's like hey this is kind of fucked up what this person did with this money and everyone has to be on the opposite side because like oh no the daily mail reported that but if it happened then it's a fact and the only reason the rest of us don't talk about it is because we scared of looking like we're not down for the cause right to me that's just as fucked up i don't want to live that's not the truth either that's not fair either that's not what they sold me when they told me this is the cause i'm donating to so yeah all that stuff to say like i i think a lot of this shit is kind of scammy yeah and and at the end of the day it it don't seem like the money or that that's being raised whether it's going to a mansion or some other idea of freedom for these folks whether whatever it's going to it don't seem like it's changing the results on the ground for people getting like whether it's killed by police racially discriminated in housing racially discriminated uh financially it don't seem like these resources are being put to work i know people that's working on the ground that are fucking broke and i don't know how after all these causes and all this money i'm still looking at people struggling to survive that i know put their feet on the ground to do this work i don't know how we're 10 years removed and that's still happening to people it's you know from trayvon martin to now all the gofundmes all the millions of dollars raised and it's still people that do work that's like yeah i can't keep people housed i can't keep people uh fed i can't it's like man this shit is something's not right and i don't i don't say i'm not saying these people are the reason it's not right but i haven't seen them be the solution to a lot of this stuff either agreed and also i think um like you say people are human so it's one of those things to where when you start talking about the greater cause or the bigger purpose uh i i'm a person i want results and because i want results i the other shit irritates the fuck out of me 
I don't give a fuck about none of it. What are the end results? Like, what are you doing in the community? What are you going to the door? You know, who are you helping? You know, and those are the kind of things that matter to me. Um, social media is great. Social media is wonderful. You can get great work done. You can raise money. You know, it serves its purpose, but it does not need to be the main focus. The main focus is a, yeah, we're putting shit on social media, but y'all actually bring y'all asses here to the events out in the real world that's not online. And that's when for a lot of people, if their egos and everything is tied to online, it's very hard to separate the two uh, for them because you know in their mind that on the ground work does not get the same gratification a lot of times does not get the same pat on the back you know because a lot of those people that follow you and support you and and some of them give you money you know what they're not doing they're not showing up to events you have and you're sitting in front of and you're talking to 25 people but those 25 yeah, people I, actually matter and the thing is like it's probably just really fucking hard and it's just and i don't like this is the thing i said the very fucking beginning of all this i remember when the new crop of like ferguson activists and and you know trayvon activists i remember when they were shitting on al sharpness yes we go and, speak to and, obama. Jesse, and jesse jackson this is before even going to speak to obama mm-hmm. and i remember them clowning them like don't nobody want y'all here we got this blah 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 and i said you know that's a mistake and the reason i felt that that was a mistake is because al sharpton has had the wherewithal to do the job you want to do for 40 years or whatever probably longer than that now Mm -hmm. gotten stabbed you know like been been gotten got embarrassed by somebody that he that he defended that was that lied to everybody and people use that to this day got called a race baiter and a you know agitator and he just he's just good for nothing black people said these things about him too accepted it well you know what you think the first person to call him just a person that agitates and is good for nothing came from definitely a white man right definitely a white person so you're doing a white person's work when you say that shit Mm -hmm. um i know people that work within his organization he created an organization it's not just him Mm -mm. he's not just a single person showing up uninvited places families call him families invite him families when they want to get something done the family of trayvon martin called him because Kayvon Martin had been killed and dead for a long period of time and was no one gave a fuck until Al Sharpton showed up mm-hmm. and these motherfuckers were shitting on Al Sharpton like get the fuck out of here we don't want you that you old da 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 just retire okay cool half these motherfuckers if not more out of the game they gone they 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 posting about they they schools they posting about uh work they posting about vacations they posting you know uh selfies they they going out to the to they live in life yes nothing wrong with living life Mm -mm. but you shat on al sharpton you shat on him because you were supposed to be better than him you were gonna get something done we're you know you were gonna abolish the police you were gonna get rid of the prisons you were gonna you know change the funding for your municipalities you were gonna change the federal laws and it's hard yes it is a hard and it's a lot of of work and for me this is one reason and it irritates me and a lot of it i consider uh uh and i could be guilty of it to an extent and i'm aware of this a lot of it's ageism 
a lot of times young people think that they got all the fucking answers they think that they fucking know everything and they go nigga you old what are you here for but nigga i've actually experienced some shit i've been through some shit i've I've actually you know i can actually show you the trappings and shit like that but you want to brush me off because i'm quote unquote fucking old yeah and i think um they don't have the track record for a lot of them over the last however many years they since they started talking that shit they don't have that track record to show us oh yeah this is what i did that al sharpton couldn't do here's my list of accomplishments you know they stopped showing up to these people getting killed by the police they stopped marching mm-hmm. so it's is and guess who's still showing up al yes he is guess who's still at those talking to those families still at those funerals still agitating still so i just remember that shit so yeah pardon me when i see you posting about how your new revolution is buying a, a mansion and hanging out by the pool or you know what i'm saying what whatever it is you're into now is your new that feels like that was always about you and not about us or this cause and that's fine i just didn't need you to rope me in so when i'm not as harsh on sean king i'm here for the jokes but when oh, i'm yeah, not I'm here for the jokes. when i'm not as harsh on sean king as other people it's because if i was as harsh on sean king as y'all were i need to be harsh on all you niggas and i really don't feel like being that guy right. so i just look at it like i hope they're doing the right thing i hope <clears throat> the money and the causes they're doing i hope all that money's going the right place but i don't know and i don't i'll never know i don't even know what sean king to be honest because the nigga being audited and he still ain't in jail so i don't know if y'all telling the truth or he lying if he bad with money or he i don't know to be honest it's just a, a running joke and it becomes the truth because it's a running joke but i haven't seen anybody audit any of y'all's pockets you see what i'm saying so like i don't know what could be happening in the covers i know plenty of people that they talked about i remember all those reports of how much money some of these causes raised i don't know where that money went and who got it and what's and what part of the community is being fed by i you know the unorganization of black lives matter the, the where it was we the, our leaderless organization and we got chapters and you can just start a chapter and and then you got chapters being like we never got money from y'all y'all the central chapter and I, we broke so i don't fucking know is my point anyway <clears throat> uh renee leslie says here's more info about the imdb account story we're both under leslie renee and she usually comes up first i only know of her because this dude i once dated said this you at least one of us got work Raphael says <clears throat> i am tired of seeing sob scams in my news story show me some good scamming worthy of scamming olympics fuck tears being on bring on the entertaining scamming it's magnifique leash says blm messed it up for us little time scammers i mean those little time scammers <laughs> autumn says speaking of scammer side stories have you seen the natalia grace docuseries on id it's a story that's been told before but this version is more in depth i have not i haven't even heard of her uh james says how in the hell should i hand you my hard-earned money for you scamming mayo hands when, for your scamming mayo hands when all you do is post pics of giving out peace signs especially when i have a deal with my own health and insurance yeah we saw a comedian last night i don't want to burn his joke but his joke was so funny he was talking about uh people trying to raise money from folks feeling sorry for them it was like motherfucker people feel sorry for themselves it was like how selfish are you <clears throat> you need them to feel sorry for two people <laughs> <laughs> i thought that was so funny uh but yeah I'll, I'll try to check out that grace story but I, I just haven't heard of it um 
all right let's go to the next episode it is recreational crack we got 11 comments on this probably what are we talking about probably what happens when you take two weeks off uh abia <laughs> you, get, you get time you get people time to catch up abia says i never did hard drugs but sometimes i wonder how it feels to smoke crack for example if it's so good that it explains the readiness to throw your life away but i'm fine with never finding out the same i don't i don't i don't mm. Don't, don't, don't want to. Sean says mayhem is the legal term used for the intentional maiming of a person. Sometimes legal terminology and general meanings can lead to some interesting misconceptions. I read through the entire Wisconsin statutes in junior high, not the best material for recreational reading, but I had already finished all my comics and I didn't want to read through the Holy Bible again. Edit, it is a class C felony in Wisconsin, so up to 100K fine in 40 years. Mm. Ramsey says five years. Uh, five stars i'm voting for biden too did you catch the article about racial gerrymandering in alabama justices robert kagan sotomayor kentaji brown jackson and kavanaugh agreed that in alabama they violated the voting rights act by diluting the black vote with new congressional maps after 2020 yeah i read it i saved it uh we'll definitely talk about it but um yeah i was shocked at that ruling i don't trust the supreme court as specifically obviously kavanaugh um <laughs> uh and kagan and so i wonder what's the, the catch reason, right what's the reason like is this just it? a it's too hot right now everybody's under scrutiny looking at our finances mm-hmm. people writing deep dives on uh yes sir people writing deep dives on um uh fuck what's the coon um clarence thomas clarence thomas yeah mm-hmm. uh i don't know why i didn't say it but in my head i was gonna call him coleman something <laughs> coleman what where that come from clarence thomas is getting they're they're looking at him in harlan crow so i think maybe i don't know or maybe this is a setup because they do this sometimes incrementally where like uh roberts will be like i ultimately do want to take down this like abortion but i'm not gonna do it right away i'm gonna take steps so this one case i'm gonna take take it down a little bit then the next case then a little bit and the next thing you know it's like oh women do not have the rights to have an abortion or people don't have the right to have an abortion in america now and you're like how the fuck did that happen it's like oh incrementally he doesn't like to just bam tomorrow no more abortions he doesn't like yeah, that Yeah, because people get angry and it's like okay now we have to deal with the backlash now we're in the news and we're in the media and shit like, people gonna get angry either way right. i don't but i just know that this is the way he likes to do it i don't think if you did it all at once it would be any difference but uh-uh. this is how he likes to do it pamela pamela ma says biden for president 2024 i ain't got time for this dumb shit i have heard quite enough i have had quite enough stress and worry in the last decade and i would like some measure of peace thank you even if we have to continue to fight for (sighs) all my life i've had to fight regardless damson idris today is the day that i think snowfall on oh regarding damson idris today is the day that i finished snowfall on hulu and goddamn no wonder he was having nightmares the whole back half of that last season had me shook totally underrated and where were the acting nominations they was robbed yeah i don't know that snowfall really got a lot of noms it didn't uh going to download for the third time the last edition of this too much listen to it when i watched first finished watching swarm listen again after i watched beef and now i can savor it yet again thank you enjoy whatever time you can get during these spring summer days pamela are we gonna enjoy it mm-hmm. jamil says the plight of the black bear is very similar to black dolphins the black bear is scrutinized and feared by society and they are harmless creatures 
for years whites have gentrified black bear neighborhoods and took their food when we are told to fear them when they are just rummaging through the garbage that they are reduced due to feed their humanity every video we see of black bears is them running from people and dogs but we are supposed to believe that innocent black bears are aggressive we need to get this bear family some representatives other than benjamin crump it is all it's also funny to me that black bears are described as these large intimidating beasts when in actuality they are the smallest of the bears but the polar bear is called cute and cuddly while being an apex predator see you see it brother you see it jamil well what what the polar bears got the black bears the smallest one shit what the polar bears got oh they drinking coca-cola at the super bowl every fucking christmas time it's the holiday time bring out the motherfucking polar bears the white bears oh meanwhile the white bear is the biggest apex predator on land because these motherfuckers have never seen anything they can't eat and kill That's right. period they Nothing live in an area fuck up they live in an area where they are they don't ever get hunted by anything they just do the hunting mm-hmm so yeah for some reason though they cute and cuddly and they get to wear the scarves and motherfucking christmas time okay but what do they do with the white apex predator they make them a christmas mascot put them on a coke bottle see you on you own it you own it brother <laughs> I, this is how i know you a long time listener to the show because i've been brought this shit up while the black bear gets killed for eating soggy lettuce and honey scraps out of a park trash can peace and black bear lives matter agreed especially considering they said they he shot this dude hunts shit he set him up and shot him and then got mauled by the bear fucking around and they killed the bear that's crazy to me bear did nothing wrong nothing evie says chica is a prime example of just because you can say it doesn't mean you should people treat social media like their personal diaries and wonder why everyone goes in on them right yeah i don't know what that's about i feel like we're so far into this social media thing if you don't know in 2023 i mean you know what it is you know what it is let me be fair half the time motherfuckers will run with some horrible shit online and act like it's cute yeah they do so like i get it you thought you were gonna be in that half of the time where somebody does say something inappropriate online it goes viral everyone can relate to it they think you're the most hilarious funniest person on the world and it's and it just goes like that but half the time that other 50 percent people do shit like get you fired from home depot yeah, they, it's the wild west out there bitch i would definitely have know. texted that to bossy if that was my my if that's what my life was at the moment we would have laughed dark evil black humor dark humor laughs <laughs> privately in our chat and then nobody none <laughs> of you niggas would have known about it you know i got a handful of people that i feel like i like i'll i'll even like we'll text each other when you get to, i don't know how y'all do it but you get the text it's like is this a safe space or whatever and it's like go ahead and say that thing that you need to get out your brain that you know you can't say out loud to nobody else go ahead and say it because i understand that and people are human and they need those moments mm-hmm. and i'm not gonna judge you for it because we all have these fucking moments we have we have lost the ability to really express these ugly thoughts with no repercussions right because we are doing it to people that don't have connection with us and chica it's been several times that that shit has happened to her so i don't know i think maybe it's just who she is at this point there's certain there's certain people man i i'll share the tweet or tell a friend or something and there's just certain people i was talking to somebody the other day i was like this person that because they 
so they hadn't heard about this person this person had said some stupid shit online and so she was sharing with me. i said what, what what happened what happened she sent me the tweet i said oh it's her yeah she's a like a dumbass all-star she's every once in a while she just say some dumbass shit and um she was like uh my friend was like oh i hadn't i didn't even know that about her and i was like yeah i there's other people that i know where this name comes up enough over time that you're like what is it about that kind of person they just need to always be out there saying some dumb shit you know i i don't get it but a lot of his attention yeah i don't know what what's in it for him but attention maybe but maybe they're but see you say attention but i'm like it can't always be the negative attention because like they must have enough positive stuff that like the ones where it's dumb and everybody turns on them and goes viral or whatever must be worth it to pay that cost because they don't delete those tweets so you know like it must be some good stuff too it can't all be just negative for them no 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 when i say attention i mean all across just attention just the word attention positive negative attention somebody looking at me you know because there are people i don't believe this but there are people that goes positive or negative bitch if you're looking in my direction it's all good i don't feel that way but for a lot of people the foundation root of everything it, mm-hmm. even the people that think nobody watching them why do you get online for attention that's the foundational mm. root of social media is attention right uh Salem Agnes says all I got to say about Cornell West running for president is Michael Eric Dyson was right <laughs> initially I was squeamish about him running then it hit me that these are just unserious people running for office they're not going to get much fodder across the board Twitter's going to gas them up and they're going just going to lie Biden is just Teflon his voting base ain't stupid these niggas are pipe dreams already stopped caring about him Lupe Fiasco even reminded me why I don't fuck with his leftist loud and wrong bullshit with his West endorsement yeah I see so this is the thing right with Lupe especially Lupe's tweet Lupe's tweet says something to the effect of I have never voted before but the first and only time I vote will be for Cornell West when running for president next year and I don't understand it I I, I wonder if people see people get so you hear Karen's loud angry side just now I don't even get mad about it this nigga never voted before he has had no effect on this process the entire time the one time he wants to vote he basically doing the same thing he did the last every other time not voting because Cornell west ain't gonna win nope what do i care if if the people Cornell west gets involved in the political process and gets to believe in voting are lupe fiasco type niggas fine you've literally never helped us before this Mm-mm. cool so yeah to me it's no <clears throat> it's no reason to be mad at that person and not really mad just irritated i didn't have to know that <laughs> yeah I, i'm not even irritated do your thing lupe you are supposed to make rap music just True. you make your rap music you know the t- shit on obama shit on the left do whatever you need to do i don't care you have never helped us in in trying to do anything to save this democracy other than rapping so cool tom morello likewise stupid gone stupid and i ain't got time for that shit no more with these rat fuckers they just want to be different what did karen say attention mm-hmm. a uh, appia says 
in my opinion biden is doing a pretty good job especially under circumstances the other party has lost his mind i like him much better now before he was president i didn't expect him to be as progressive as he is and he seems like a generally decent person and an adult i'm not afraid every day that he would do something insane and it was and it's great if i was an american it would be the easiest decision to vote for him honest to god it's the easiest one i've ever had in my life say that again it really really is um i've realized that <laughs> you know a lot of times one of the things where you have to look at people and go okay shut up dummy let the let the adults speak and they want to get mad at you when you call them dumb you call them stupid and you're like you're just being a contrarian and you, you're just saying shit you know um and you're not uh, productive and you're actually counterproductive to everything we're trying to accomplish mm-hmm. by just doing this shit right here you know because like you say if you say i'm voting for biden in the end people be like why what did he do and you be like oh, okay why am i even interacting with you you're just stupid uh, or, or 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 it put like this you because social media is created for the uh devil's advocates is created for the uh people that was like uh they just like to be on the quote-unquote the other side or whatever it is you say even if you say something really really logical there's going to be somebody that pops up just to say something very stupid and ignorant um but my thing is it is a simple decision it is an easy decision uh because these decisions actually impact us as a total as a totality and i don't have time for my time is precious to me and i'm the i remember what it was like on if trump i know you know a lot of the american populace has the memory of a fucking gerbil i don't i remember i remember waking up every day not knowing what was going to happen not knowing what was going on being stressed um being worried about all all the, the time it's it is periods of times now where I don't even I can just check out I'd be like you know what I don't give a fuck about what's happening in the news cause I know that I'm not gonna turn on the TV and it's gonna be like we're going to war I'm not gonna see that that's one of the reasons MSNBC CNN all these places are trying to find ways to get Trump content back on the air is cause at least then you were watching um <clears throat> the thing for me uh with Biden he's honestly easier to vote for even than obama and i love the obamas like i'm not like these new niggas the obamas i might as well get the tattoos i, I don't give a fuck how it makes me look right the, the the i'm i'm black but i hate the obamas is just uh a weird type of nigga i don't necessarily relate to Mm-mm. um <laughs> uh but that that being said um biden has done a great job and unlike the obamas i don't have to consider the white backlash to biden Mm-mm. at the end of the day people let him cook because he is an old white dude correct and once he does something it becomes enough or the new normal and even when i see like people i respect like shit on biden i don't feel any need to protect them because i'm like yeah but you know you at the end of the day you still gonna vote for him because you've been voting for white men your whole fucking life and you don't have what whatever it is inside of you that made you be like i ain't voting for for obama whatever you want to call it racism whatever you want to call it that made you go i ain't voting for hillary clinton whatever you know i'm gonna shit on her and i would listen to people shit on those groups and i feel like a level of protection about them like hey hey 
calm the fuck down with that bullshit we're gonna lose because of you and now i'm just like yeah say what you want to say because if we lose because of biden it's just white people ain't shit it's just is that simple to me yes it is it won't be because i didn't vote it won't be because most black people didn't see the seriousness of it and vote democrat it'll be just white people ain't shit and it wouldn't have been nothing we could have did either way this is exactly what we need an old white man who 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 governs progressively and gets shit done that's it yep um back to this uh eve says um uh did she leave this comment twice oh okay chica is a prime example da 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 um and then and then wonder why they're being attacked sorry got post before i finished the sentence oh okay mary says about the chatbot replacing humans and the hotlines wondering if this is a big deal for the younger generation i worked in a law office and there's a distinct divide between senior attorney staff and those aged 21 years and younger about using the phone they took a poll about using the phone and the younger attorney said they hated phone calls and even found them intrusive the younger staff i spoke with said that they think it's weird to hear their voice on the phone and they also chose the online chat option for customer support never talking on the phone i do this all the time by the way i I, i'm a a person that prefers that kind of contact uh rather than physical phone calls and stuff uh it's not bad i'll like i'm not like averse to it but if i have to choose the two and it's not a big deal i'll chat with customer service before i call them as an older person this seems crazy to me after going back and forth on email a couple times it just seems more efficient to pick up the phone and get it solved but nope these youngsters find that aggressive and uh, shrugs and rolls eyes all this to say while a computer on the end of a hotline may seem unappealing to those of us that are older it might not be a big deal to the young folk well go ahead karen you uh, go first I'm about to say, I, I, and, and i can see that and i am the type of person particularly at work <laughs> don't call me and i really hate to be like that because for and i understand phone calls i understand there are sometimes where you have to talk on the phone but talking on the phone is not my first option we should be able to particularly if you're in the business or doing something with people at multiple locations and multiple time zones and shit like that i don't have time to talk to you on the phone when i'm actually trying to get other shit accomplished and when you talk on the phone lord have mercy some people are long-winded some people don't know how to get off the phone you have some people working from home and they want to talk about everything but what the fuck the conversation is about like because you're talking to people and so it's one of those things where sometimes to keep shit flowing and to and to get shit done i will force people to write it in an email because what i realized about writing it forces you to get straight to the point <laughs> it forces you to get get rid of all that bullshit and all the back and forth it for, it for, and a lot of times you can actually solve a problem because a lot of times we talk to people on the phone depending on what you're doing it can be irritating because sometimes they actually do shit and you're actually looking up real time versus if i could read your email i could actually come to you with an answer with with a solution versus you're asking me questions like hold on click 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 you know and it also depends on your job um i you know so i do not mind talking on the phone but it's my last result you know i work at a job where a lot of times they're out in the field and they go well let's talk on the phone I'm like no no i don't want to talk to you i don't want a 30 minute comment now you put a 30 minutes an hour out of my productive day yeah uh so i already have the answer to this um the wellness chatbot has been taken off a line already after its harmful focus on weight loss so we'll read this article in full later uh but yeah um the shit didn't work and because you can't just automate everything Mm -mm. um and it just 
a human being especially those who have experienced uh the trauma that comes from eating disorders and things of that nature a human fucking being kind of knows the trip wires emotionally for people yes that the fucking machine didn't so it's already i think it was i don't think it was about like youth or people wanting to use online or any i think it was literally we have a backlog the human beings are trying to unionize the richer owner class was like absolutely the fuck not we'll just use a cheap ass robot to replace your human intellectual abilities right and then the shit didn't and then the shit didn't work because a fucking robot's not a person right so it just seemed to me just greed run amok and then that was the end result a very predictable end result but Mm -hmm. the end result no less right because the 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 program can only do what is programmed to do and particularly with with something like this the person actually has experienced it so y'all can actually relate that computer knows nothing about you man you know i'm looking at our youtube comments we got one for this episode recreational crack but youtube does something now where they actually can like i don't know how accurate it is but they actually like chop up our video into segments and titles that aren't necessarily what we wrote in the show notes oh like you scroll your mouse over it from one minute and 41 seconds to four minutes and 30 seconds we talked about cornell west then we talked about michael eric dyson republicans idris elba trey songs tory lanes tiny's niece <laughs> crack <laughs> disorder eating robot <laughs> robot black people <laughs> black people wait we only talked about black people for 30 seconds <laughs> oh now that's, i gotta hear what, that, what the fuck enough, do, that's enough of you negroes what do we say about black people whole 30 seconds i want to catch up to to what we what was said oh because okay, so as you scroll up it tells you the topics according to this is telling me we talked about black people for 30 seconds like 50 minutes into the fucking show oh, okay what did, what did the we, only time it came up okay what about did, fucking with black people music fucking with black people the music so apparently fucking with black people the song is black people oh because we said black people and then the music started playing so it just picked up the first word daniel penny nikki white who's nikki white i don't know what remember shit nikki white is that what this mike hill is what that was about all right anyway sorry guys i didn't mean to get distracted but i guess youtube out here trying to do the thing we got one comment over here on youtube um prepare yourselves trigger warning probably a racist person wrote this uh by says uh jordan nilly the day before he was restrained on the subway had attacked an older lady on the subway system he had an open arrest warrant for pushing another person on the tracks in front of a train he had been arrested 43 times including an attempt uh, uh, to kidnap a child on the subway system jordan nearly said i am ready to die today i'm ready for life in prison i'm going to kill all of you penny was well within his rights to protect himself and the other passengers nearly said he was going to kill you riding a dead horse here there are racist things there are evil things but restraining nearly was neither um you know i one i don't have access to this information to even verify if it's even true like who knows what source you got that from that's number one uh you could have included like a link or some shit Mm -hmm. but most importantly even if everything you said was right daniel penny held this man in a chokehold for 15 minutes until he died right there are people on the video telling him 
this man is dying you have restrained him he is unconscious he is shitted on himself and this man sat there and held him past the point where he could not even breathe anymore it wouldn't matter if the day before he had fucking blown up a subway it wouldn't matter it wouldn't matter if if before that he had said anything in the world you had you held him for 15 minutes and killed him slowly you this was not a he pulled out a gun and and he shot him because he was in defense this is not a stand your ground thing this is not i was attacked by this man and i had to defend myself so yeah you know but you knew that when you wrote in and you needed this attention and you got it so congratulations but i disagree with your assessment even if everything you said was true what he did was beyond what you the beyond the mere he was just restraining him that you claim it was we all got eyes we all seen it um all right let's go to the next episode fire playlist five uh six comments uh on the website uh, oh shit no 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 we can't do that we gotta go to spotify and look at recreational crack and we gotta look at the polls that's on that's on me everybody uh so the poll was do you smoke crack recreationally three percent yes 97 percent no on our website and i'm not gonna lie it explains that one comment on youtube so i believe it i believe the results uh six percent on spotify 94 percent nope uh yeah because they got the money for the crack i guess so i mean if someone can use it recreationally they better be rich ernest says i'd ride a dragonfly like a oh the q a was what bug would you ride uh ernest says he'd ride a dragonfly like my man wild bill yo joe marvin says a praying mantis they fly and are scary enough to keep people away plus mantis fool uh nelson says i would ride a ladybug they are supposed to be lucky i chose ladybug too nobody agreed with me until you uh adabola says i hate bees and wasps but at least i understand what bees contribute to society wasps just terrorize and invade personal space they also survive stinging unlike bees ugh i hate them i hate them too Lee says i'm with ride a ladybug but i'm indecisive so yeah butterflies are nice a lightning bug when i want to be flashy and a granddaddy long leg when i don't want to be bothered the problem with a granddaddy long leg is that it looks scary but it don't it's not it's 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 it looks scary as shit but it's harmless it don't it can't even bite you like i need i need something if i'm gonna be riding something dangerous i need it to be dangerous <laughs> like i if 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 i wouldn't ride a dangerous bug that's not my goal but my bug riding but it's murder hornet all day if that's what the fuck you about i mean a murder hornet is like the fucking like humvee of the you know it's like the fucking uh it's like airwolf you know you driving that shit ain't nobody gonna fuck with you nobody uh dragonfly easy says micah a praying mantis they don't play says aaron ladybug all day says bb87 surprised nobody said praying mantis because they want to go to church Raphael ah! says after leading skyward reading skyward i have a bias for a monarch butterfly also that was my kid's answer it's easier to settle a hustle from the back one sell a hustle from the back one of one the world will finally give me their wealth evil laughs langston says have y'all seen bugs up close they're horrifying i'm not going anywhere near big bugs y'all gonna get eight well i thought the obvious assumption is that 
these are tame bugs that won't you the owner but you know some people don't have the amount of imagination the rest of us have and that's okay langston you know Ah! kisha says a cricket because i stay close to the ground yeah except you gotta move around by hopping i feel like it break your back (laughs) so like it'd be bad for your posture and your neck is oh it's like going over speed bumps every time (laughs) uh all right episode 27 21 fire playlist now we can do these ramsey d jingles has five stars i hope somebody creates a fire playlist on spotify abby says with the car i have company car privilege my job is very stressful but my car thing is great i pay zero for repairs or maintenance but i pay income taxes on it because i also can fully use it privately still great ramsey d jenkins says bad bath and beyond plays too much please mark everything in the store 75 percent off including the shopping carts light fixture shelves etc stop playing same thing with tuesday morning mark those cooling pillows down to five dollars right you ain't broke eve said bed bath and beyond is so unserious about that going out of business sales i just knew i was gonna get some cheap kitchenware but the bbb down the street from me never went below 40 percent on selected items all the good stuff was only 20 percent off until they closed for good 20 percent is the same amount for the coupons they use to send in the mail right that's my point man i'm looking in that bitch like so a candle normally 15 dollars now it's thirteen dollars and fifty cents if you really think i'm about to stock up on candles to save whatever percentage that shit amount to man suck my dick and stop playing take the sale signs off of the goddamn door and just let just close one day just let us walk just let me ride by on a tuesday in in motherfucking july and be like oh i guess that bad bath and beyond clothes because you're not serious about this sale what are you gonna do with the shit i'm gonna buy all these candles when they really are on sale when i go to marshall's and they had that loose assorted candle thing that none of the candles match and some of them gonna be from bed back and beyond i guarantee you guarantee you i'm gonna take a picture when i see it too oh i bet you that's where they're gonna send it to right i'm like oh finally outlet store Mm. 7.99 like it was supposed to be the whole fucking time right wasting my goddamn time i gotta drive to ross because y'all bullshitting <laughs> come on come on through ross uh 20 percent is the same uh, yeah fuck them that's why they filed for bankruptcy in the first place overpriced products stupid ass decisions i bet they probably sold the good stuff to places like ross and tj max goddamn eve what is happening we're on the same page what is happening uh, is this gonna finally be the day you stop fucking with arby's you are mm, on point right now no i'll be checking those stores out for some good finds b solar says hey Ryder karen i want to chime in on the going out of business sale Ooh, we woke up the dragon that's what we got all these comments about <laughs> they was like them bitches not about going out of business everybody hot about this shit right nordstrom is going out of business here in canada at the opening in 2014 their initial liquidation sale was very disappointing they were offering between five and ten percent off then after two months they started offering thirty percent and above on the taylor swift issue i was thinking as i saw the initial reports of her and this dude do her friends really think they can bully her into ditching this guy but i guess someone in taylor's team must have told her he was not good for her image but i'm sure her fans will think that they held her accountable and that's why she ditched them perhaps the fan backlash worries some people on her team i'm gonna tell you right this dog i'm gonna tell you like this be so that ain't what happened that ain't what happened this woman runs through men okay it is what it is if anything the outlier was her last boyfriend lasted so long yeah that he was, lasted a while didn't he yeah i was never concerned about this rebound ass nigga 
it just like everything about him sound like oh he must be a fun time maybe some good dick a little bit of a bad boy but he ain't gonna stick around with taylor he can't deal with he the one that cracked by the way he can't deal with the fucking pressure of her fans and and the people now holding him to a higher standard he was just used to being a bad boy white boy just hey i'm out here doing my podcast saying all kinds of stuff nobody paying him no attention nobody gave a fuck about him it should tell you that nobody gave a fuck about him by the fact that nobody knew about that podcast nobody knew about his comments until he started dating taylor swift just it's like so many things these days it's the katamari domacy outrage shit where motherfuckers was like wait did you know he said such and such on a podcast seven years ago however uh, three three minutes ago i don't, I don't give a fuck with it. but you know he said that and then it was like level i gotta go get some people and we're gonna roll this big old ball of outrage all fake all bullshit i don't care i never care about this man um and uh yeah i don't think taylor swift was like oh my god the social media i think she just did her taylor swift shit it was like i dated hemsworths i don't i don't this is this ain't nothing to me uh thanks for another great show sorry about the poor air quality lately but then again we're the ones whose country is on fire so suck it up america cheers busola thank you and uh it wasn't that bad here but i heard it was bad in new york miss mm-hmm. one ko says it was so funny to hear the commentary about tay tay and her racist, racist ex boo as if there aren't many black women who have dated a hotel that they disagree with on how women are and some of us have even dated coons hell i know a few black women married to a black man who's so staunchly republican they can't even discuss politics at home anyways love your fresh perspective as always thank you miss one ko and that's my motherfucking point like we do not and this and this is definitely a misogynistic thing that even women participate in this thing of connecting women to their spouses or boyfriends or romantic connections mistakes and worst moments as if a they're responsible for them or b they can't possibly know more about the person than we do as strangers you know and then lastly blame them right so it's like it's easier to blame a woman than to hold him accountable right like i don't expect um chris brown to go the rest of his life and never date a woman again right he gonna date somebody but if he dates a famous woman we're gonna be back like she beat rihanna that's how we relate and it's ridiculous and it just does not happen for men in that way period like a man can date somebody that has done some shady shit and we're i'll put it this way i've never heard the sentence once offset how can you date cardi b she drugged and robbed men don't know like what what he got to do with that right we all if you said that to a group of people they'd be like what the fuck offset got to do with that but if we can be like taylor swift your boyfriend on the podcast once said that he watched ghetto gaggers so i think we i think we know what that means you have to break up or that means you support ghetto gaggers and and everything that happens there it's like okay we're the ones being weird right you know i want to go through all y'all boyfriends porn collections and be like now let's explain this one now this is uh stepfamily.com he jacked off to this it says six days ago i noticed you haven't broken up with him what's going on do you support incest no get the fuck out of here that's all stupid y'all just don't like taylor swift and y'all trying to trick us into thinking it's a cause all right anyway let's check the comments on fire playlist on spotify i mean on youtube uh bonita juanita says car prices are crazy right now i love that that's the only comment i agree it just needed to be said and you said that 
uh matter of fact that's the show title car prices are crazy no i'm just kidding uh aj says if tgif walking dead is the last ep if so it's been 466 day, days free the walking dead recaps and rise bobby's murder voice man i'm i'm this is gonna be the poll for the show how many of y'all need our walking dead recaps to return because like i i have them saved on my dvr mm-hmm. i haven't been spoiled i haven't watched anything mm-hmm. i see new shit popping on dvr now it's like new walking dead dead city i'm like i i don't even i uh, who was the me that was up on that a year ago you know you had the time like who was the me that was able to do that you know uh also it can't have been 466 days right that doesn't make sense right that would be over a year like a year is 365 days we definitely did walking dead recaps last year at the end of that season right okay maybe we didn't i don't know i think we did feels like maybe that's part of the joke anyway um that's part of the joke i think we did we just ain't covered the last season and yeah we the last eight episodes yeah. but yeah i have them i just honestly man i just haven't been pressed to, to watch it or recap it mostly because it's work it's and i'm working <laughs> like mostly because it's work and i'm still fucking working man i i don't know what to tell yeah, you we haven't forgot yeah everybody just yeah. busy um but anyway we'll see we'll see i'm not gonna i'm not gonna stress it and uh i'll make it to poll maybe enough of y'all care that that we really will be like all right let's buckle down and do this this work for these people mm-hmm. um i haven't even watched the other walking dead uh fear fear the walking dead i think this is last season too ain't i it? think so yeah. but i haven't even i'm so behind on on this stuff you know i've been watching justified the murder rate of this county is ridiculous um <laughs> all right let's see what we got for um uh fire playlist uh for the poll how much do you pay for your car bill i don't have a car i already own it less than a thousand a month more than a thousand a month okay don't have a car 21 percent already own that car 40 percent i feel like that's high and i feel like the reason that's high is because goddamn cars cost so much right so people are like hey we're gonna keep this yeah like all i gotta do is change the tires and on top of that for most cars if you do like your basic maintenance on them most cars nowadays are kind of built to unless this is a limit or something like that are kind of built to last and if you have to cough up any amount of money that thousand two thousand dollars that you have to cough up within the course of 365 days is a drop in the bucket a lot of times it's maintenance this has to be done like okay it's time for a timing belt okay it's time for you know brakes like shit that actually i feel like drove this car enough to validate this cost i feel like for a lot of people if it wasn't so cost reprehensive they would have bought a new car by now though Uh, okay because i like like in my car the other day i noticed like something was going on with the seat i was like fuck not my seat and honest to god my thought was how much do it cost to replace a seat not yeah should i get a new car i was like that wasn't even on the table i've seen these prices and they be sending me shit letters in the mail mm-hmm. come sell us your old car we it's paying more money than it's ever paid in the past i'm like right and then i gotta pay more for a car than anyone's ever paid in the past which kind of offsets the whole fucking thing and i don't want to do that Mm-mm. anyway uh less than a thousand thirty four for 35 percent are paying less than a thousand a month and there's four percent that are paying more than a thousand a month for their car yeah i i i could see that i could see you know for some people 
and there's certain cars that are quote unquote luxury vehicles that you know you go okay yeah it's going to be more i i go in knowing that i'm going to pay above average yeah and it's almost identical on the website as far as to compare to the spotify thing um so so close honestly it's not even worth telling y'all what the difference is it's that fucking close um let's see yesterday's onion price is not today's onion price was a q a Raphael says time to use my military discount buy me a few bags of assorted onions and hit up my filipino connect catch a flight to manila i'm gonna be rich thanks for the news player uh players was player a dollar sign song cap black cap <laughs> oh play the song yeah <laughs> good man Raphael stays on task okay he, right he care about one thing he understands the assignment and every time i'm not even sure this is the assignment he just gonna stay on his he stays on the same thing oh that's his assignment to stay, that did, like, did you assign it to him no right that's what he I'm assigned saying. it to himself right that's what i'm saying <laughs> he's totally off the page jay says these onion prices will certainly make you cry <laughs> hashtag queen karen's puns and gaster from the war report was so happy about bad bath and beyond's downfall he was that was fucking hilarious him and shalada shalada loves that place he was like fuck that store <laughs> <laughs> and then shalay was uh everybody says shalayla sharp i wonder is it because of the instrument or something it might be um anyway thaddeus says if you want a funny story look up why onion futures are banned in the u.s mm you know what got enough funny stories in my life keisha says that's true but what about the layers of racism prince harry discovered lol oh he had a lot of layers peeling that onion um yeah i'm sorry but the taylor swift thing compared to the prince harry thing is like it, it that gives me like a hypocrisy boner that is just like my oh god i i love i love when human beings have complexities and it doesn't quite square i love it and that's my favorite comparison that i've come up with uh, recently is the huh funny how we got over prince harry and Meghan Markle pretty fast didn't have a problem with this nigga wearing nazi uniforms but taylor swift gotta go all right um and i know he apologized but when's the last time y'all accepted an apology that's all i gotta ask right he the first and only is one a white man i don't think so <laughs> chris elman said somewhere like god damn bitch i was apologizing too <laughs> she can't nope. never go back going back in the corner episode, <laughs> <laughs> episode 2772 no back swing last episode of the week brandon collins is our guest drunk black history we only got one comment i feel like every time we have a guest we only we have less comments and i think it's maybe because the guest fills in the comments for the audience i don't know yes but for some reason it's not as many you know comments when we have a guest so we got one comment also this is the most recent episode uh ev says i always enjoy when you have brandon on the show pat robertson is such a gross human being i hope his death was painful the anita baker babyface beef seems kind of one-sided i don't know what happened on the scenes but social media fighting at any age is not a good look yeah um then let's check the comments if there's any on youtube none yet none yet uh and then the poll results who you got anita baker baby face karen i'm going baby face well, you're in the minority on our website 63 percent say anita baker 37 percent say baby face but you're in the majority 
on spotify people that have money and understand how conflict works when you're dealing with big banks uh babyface 53 percent anita baker 47 percent yeah i'm not gonna lie i'm on babyface side yeah because it's one of those things where that's how funny anita baker literally hasn't performed in decades like she like she came back and so you have a whole ass generation of people who don't know who the fuck anita baker is you know like unless you of my generation and you play that shit for your kids your kids don't what 21 year old knows a fucking need to bake song no, zero right so wait well, where are you going with this that's why i'm going babyface oh but but babyface older too yeah, yeah. I, I think the people that listen to our show of the age i just think within this argument i i don't see the thing that babyface did wrong no I it just seemed like anita's kind of prickly and especially the fact that she took tweets to kick him off of her tour because people were tweeting at her just seems like a irrational thing to do to me unless she knows some behind the scenes shit that she ain't sharing which it don't seem like she don't seem like the type that wouldn't share whatever the incriminating thing is um it just seems like she got fed up blamed him for people tweeting at her that they think she fucked up and then now boom here we go so um all right let's get into the q a don't accept the airdrop uh raphael says don't be so ho say no to a don't be a ho say no to anonymous airdrops however in honor juneteenth i got tickets to the motherland so hurry come get high on natural berries and juices with music by anita and babyface we family i got a feeling that concert is not gonna happen y'all don't buy those tickets don't buy them tickets don't cash app them uh keenan says hey hootie is black music the nigga name is darius i didn't say he wasn't black music i said you know they just probably wouldn't be playing that in black hell that's their jam uh roger pj williams says i voted anita for her and your her rules but i do think it's sad to see our legends arguing over social media uh is babyface arguing yeah he's, (laughs) he's not arguing i mean listen babyface is to me the definition of class for the way he handled it he about that money because not even about that money i he just handled it in a way because if he was a, about that money he's like i'm suing her i didn't do anything wrong fuck mm-hmm. y'all he 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 was even also like i understand it's her turd if she decides to have me off i respect that right. i'll always be respectful of her legend i'm like damn man i don't know what he was supposed to say that made what anita did seem justified but it clearly wasn't nothing he said on social media Mm-mm. keith says it's definitely not it's definitely not safe for work that airdrop um all right <laughs> i don't think we have voicemails i'll check real quick but i don't think we got any voicemails over the last couple of weeks which means we can go straight into the like emails yeah. um so let me play that music <laughs> uh fire playlist miss stacy says hi rod and karen when you were talking about used cars i felt you all too mm-hmm. thank you miss stacy god somebody can relate uh john rice indictments tay hate etc 
good morning rod and karen well 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 the doj indicted trump after all at the risk of being canceled for cultural appropriation i must confess that i've been dancing in my kitchen singing john was right john was right please don't sue me well it's probably mike kaplan's you know he's the one that can sue you uh i came to a realization last night thinking about the sad fucks who will no doubt continue to claim garland somehow failed us and here it is garland told us exactly who he is and how he will operate from the jump and nobody we have seen has ever contradicted that Mm-hmm. nothing he's a straight suitor shooter we have we all had two options one take him at his word at least till proven otherwise to assume he was lying corrupt etc it's why how many people just reflexively chose the latter out of cynicism and fear of disappointment it's kind of sad but a whole lot of people at least the loudest and obnoxious ones really can't handle that yes some people are honest and really doing the best they can people like obama biden hillary fauci garland all more or less straight shooters who are willing to be honest with the public rather than shining sunshine up our asses and telling us ridiculous lies to make us feel good that's why i'm a fan of all of them and that's what i wanted my leaders but so many people flat out rejected them while ironically believing clowns like andrew yang tulsi gabbard etc it's so weird i mean i get it we all been hurt by trump's election the Mueller Mueller report but i still much prefer the people who will be straight with the public rather than sugarcoating everything me too but a lot of people i agree with you a lot of people are like no make me feel good bitch that's not the truth well the thing is temporary some of the stuff they do is about making people feel good that's how you get the votes but it doesn't have to necessarily be about lying when you see people that somehow feel disappointed and let down by obama it's almost never some shit he said it's about a feeling he gave them even the most intelligent people you know when they talk about being let down it's always like i felt he would be such and such i believed in hope and change what the fuck is hope and change though what policy did he violate that was against hope and change you, right and and like i i understand that's what campaigns do but i guess that's where my cynicism is is in that i never there's never been a campaign slogan that made me go yeah like i that's not what i'm about i'm much more like i think this person would be making the best decisions compared to the other people when it comes to governing the country that's it and merrick garland i was definitely right i had no reason to really doubt him i i was hyping it from the jump because i said they should have let that man be a supreme court justice they didn't they fucked up and also because at the time i went back and listened to like some podcasts he was on and stuff from back in the day and he's anti-white supremacy like you know anti-timothy mcveigh type shit yeah man that's the guy i want prosecuting this shit so i knew it would take time but i never thought he was going to do the Mueller report thing i always thought it was very foolish i still think it's very foolish how many people want to see him publicly make statements and 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 and, uh tip his hat of which direction he's gonna go with prosecutions explain everything to everybody that's not really his job and i don't want his job to turn into a pr job right i think that was the problem with Mueller. Mueller Mm -hmm. was constantly standing before congress doing fucking interviews and guess what he did nothing right that's how you knew nothing was going to happen because he was open with it i didn't know nothing was going to happen at that time he was i said well maybe he about it he keep doing these fucking press conferences i guess he really is about that life and then when he put that milk toast ass response out i said man fuck you take all them press conferences back because you know what the press conference is about it's really just keeping us liking him yeah keeping us like 
i don't need him explaining every step if he ain't gonna do shit so anyway i i don't i never felt this i like that merrick garland has walked softly carry a big stick uh we are all charlie brown with the football but i just don't think the outright assumption that er, that every decent person trying to make things better is just hiding their evil ways a healthy one speaking of yeah you know what the goalpost movement for this thing has been uh merrick garland didn't do it uh the dude that he appointed jack smith he's the one who did it merrick garland doesn't deserve credit for this merrick garland appointed him so and a lot of the work merrick garland had already done just like saying the coach don't deserve any credit for winning the Super Bowl. Uh, I put the motherfuckers in the game. I came up with the strategy, the game plan. Now, am I saying I'm Tom Brady? No, that would be stupid. But am I saying I'm the nigga that figured out a way to make sure that Tom Brady got six Super Bowl rings or whatever the fuck it was in New England? I am that guy. I do deserve something. Dummies. And keep in mind, y'all said it was bad when he appointed Jack Smith. Mm. That was the wrong move. I was upset. Fuck out of here speaking of weird man what what is up with the hate for tay tay i just don't get it. i have a couple of them in my friend cir- circle i can't for the life of me figure out why they are so obsessed with constantly searching down angle to criticize her is so bizarre yeah i would feel i would feel i would understand the taylor swift hate if if she hadn't been a child star that we watched grow into a woman who became a pretty outspoken liberal woman in a very conservative country music world i would understand it because at some points i got like it's like she seems like the height of white privilege she seems you know her it seems like her life must be so easy because the default setting for whiteness is things she's a privilege that she's had access to a lot you know rich tall skinny conventionally attractive blonde white woman um you know uh talented but for a lot of people if that's not the kind of music you like then you can like knock her talent and like she can't even sing sing you know and i get it but you know there's motherfuckers that 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 can sing sing but that ain't exactly what everybody comes for you never hear nobody say that shit when it comes to rihanna Mm -mm. same people shitting on taylor swift would never very few of them will come out and shit on rihanna in that way like i don't get it like it's a because it's about it's a package that's not designed to appeal to you she makes a package that appeals to a lot of the mainstream conservative white sensibilities if you don't pay attention right like if you're just not paying any fucking attention and the thing i liked about her is the same thing i like about beyonce i watched her emancipate herself from her father who was controlling her career and become so unafraid like because you got to consider if you got a man that is controlling your career telling you what's best for you and winning right these aren't unsu- matthew Knowles isn't unsuccessful taylor swift daddy weren't unsuccessful they got their daughters to powerhouse be powerhouses at very young ages in their industry but at some point they had to look at their parents and go i know you think you're protecting me i know you think this is the best for me but i'm not your little girl anymore and i want to talk about things that might not appeal to everybody you're making the safe choice you want everyone to like my music and i don't feel like i get to be me i'm gonna be okay with letting some people be mad that i brought up put up the black power fist at the super bowl the world just gonna have to live with that and the same thing with taylor swift like there's a documentary that she did where there's a clip that went viral a while ago but it was her telling her dad like i'm picking a side i'm 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 for 
democratic things i'm i'm against uh uh restricting the right to of bo- uh, uh, abortion and stuff like that and her dad being like man but people gonna come at you and she's like yeah that's just what's gonna have to happen right and so i respect that shit and it's just weird because it's the catamari catamari domacy uh shit where people are just rolling that ball of anger and hate and she just happened to be at the center of it and people will shit on her for stuff that she that they assume she wouldn't do or won't do rather than give her some benefit of the doubt of either she hasn't uh either she hasn't really fully stepped into that yet or uh she's gonna get there that's something that i you don't really see i remember listening to a pod, very popular podcast at the time and it was clear that these people the main host was clearly a taylor swift fan but he was peer pressured by his co-host into shitting on her and being like yeah she she's not doing enough she probably hates gay people and shit and it's like that's not true it's her fans that are the real problem that's not true either you know and they were mad at her because the um what do you call it the uh gamergate type white dude was upholding her as like the perfect example of white women and white femininity she didn't ask for that she didn't ask for none of that shit and nothing she ever said or did told them that was okay right she wasn't making even that kind of music she wasn't saying those kind of things in interviews they just decided the same way you decide to hate her on a surface level they decided to promote her on a surface level and at the end of the fucking day it really became about symbolism and how divided we are in our own silos because no one gave a fuck to think what does she think and when she's asked about it she get a right fucking answer and we'd still be like yeah fuck that i'm gonna stick with the service level so i think people got stuck there they're never gonna get out of there and honestly fuck them i don't need you to like me or be my friend or whatever i think it's stupid i'm allowed to have that opinion and you don't have to like like what I, that i have that opinion but seem like a good egg to me and that's it and and the same slack i would give fucking uh i don't know who the fuck uh karuchi tran for dating some nigga that you know was homophobic for a second and then breaking up with him three months later it's the same slack i can give her it's just it ain't really that big a deal to me uh the only people who will vote for cornell west are the ones who thought it was funny to call him the obama uh call him obama the epithet in chief oh the nigger in chief or whatever i don't remember what it was mostly white progressives are secretly wanted to say it themselves like bill maher oh okay yeah also it's uh hilarious that uh west is running for a party that lists ending support for ukraine as part of their platform what's also interesting too is he switched parties since you sent this email this this email is only eight days old he's already switched to the green party this is a very unserious man uh good luck with that i'm just surprised over there with another grift that we haven't heard from my fucking ass in 10 years jill stein yeah i don't know where she's at good luck with that i'm just surprised cornell didn't enlist kanye to be his vp or create a west west 24 ticket (laughs) fuck pat robinson and wish hell existed so he could ride in it finally i think that black payback porn site would make a great black lady sketch or atlanta episode uh cheers and stay safe john i don't think black lady sketch show is gonna ever do something about that but uh Mm -hmm it's so ridiculous i don't even, yeah it's so ridiculous it make a funny sketch for sure but it's mm-hmm. but it's i guess that's what's so funny about porn is like it exists to me that's like a sketch idea you go yeah that would be funny if some hotel niggas was like that then it's like that exists and people need that to come that's crazy mm-hmm. but i take it not 
it's not for me is what i mean to say <laughs> no it's not, it's not i'll crazy. try not to judge because it's, not crazy, it's just not for yeah. me i don't know why what it is that would make people need it but i know people are often attracted to the things that um a lot of times people psychology some people are attracted to things that they're not supposed to be and that's the taboo of it so Agreed. you know i don't assume everybody watching the fucking steps the stepsister porn is fucking like because they really in the incest i i i just assume that i assume people aren't and they're just that's the wild wild west out there let's all stay out of each other's business i don't know as long as it's consenting adults and not illegal that's I, all I don't care. that's at the end of the day that's all that matters episode twenty seven twenty one fire playlist tanisha writes in uh love this episode i apologize in advance for the excessively long email i'm sending can y'all increase the voicemail length or no anyway here are a few comments we can increase the voicemail list and honestly only thing worse than reading a long comment would be playing a long ass voicemail y'all don't want that y'all think y'all do y'all most don't. most people think they're interesting beyond you know a couple minutes you no one is and that i include myself in that like <laughs> me too there's times when we start talking and going on a long jag and i'm like people probably stop listening this two seconds in but whatever oh sometimes a lot of times you're in your own head too but yes the story about the scammers who were squatting in a deceit but also we have thousands of episodes of hours of doing this and y'all don't most Mm-mm. of the time and maybe you would be good at it but it'd be some other nigga living a six minute voicemail you'd be like why don't rod and karen hang up on this man <laughs> right that's what i said y'all y'all think i want that y'all don't want that but honestly most of y'all as a writer most people just need an editor cut down on shit it don't if most things will not even need to be that long you're gonna repeat yourself you're gonna be all over the place you're gonna make but you know write notes yeah so we'll we'll, we'll get through it together though it's mm-hmm. all good oh yeah the story about the scammers who were squatting in a deceased woman's home and had the God of claims succession rights really bothered me. NYC is a scammer's paradise. I'm not surprised these scammers found an attorney despite the fact that I don't think they have a case under succession, though uh, I think they have a case under squatter's rights. The difference being when you are a rent stabilized or rent control tenant upon your death or vacancy, you can leave the apartment to a family member, which is how many families have been able to live here for generations. Some people live here for as low as a few hundred dollars a month because they are in rent control, rent stabilized units. People who get them usually die in them because you'll never get cheaper rent in the city these scammers aren't family unless they've convinced this woman to say adopt them uh nyc squatters can claim rights to a property 30 days after living there and they are protected from eviction unless by court order these kinds of conflicts can be scary i have a friend whose cousin dated a guy for a couple months the guy refused to move out and then the ex filed for squatters rights they were in the housing court for almost a year still forced to live together before the squatters stabbed him to death uh i won't even let a person lay up for a night in my home can't squat if they can't get in ain't that the truth as someone who went through housing court in nyc it's an absolute nightmare will ruin everyone except the landlords i hope the daughter has a permanent home or is able to move in after this because her rental chances are fucked because of what's gone down 90 percent of rental housing in nyc is controlled by corporate landlords they use an illegal system that records all the names of the tenants who go through housing court regardless of who sued who and the outcome of their cases the system is called the tenant blacklist the system generates a report that looks a lot like a credit report tenants don't know it exists and the landlord will never tell you they looked at it or denied you because of it i know it exists because i have a copy and i had an attorney for my housing case who has fought against it landlords in this city have a lot of power and it's impossible to get out of this list or shut it down i was able to obtain a copy because of see see what i'm saying we don't need this in six minutes of voicemail this is already a lot of text and backstory 
about a very specific case to happen to you you see what i'm saying this we'd be like three minutes in this voicemail and everybody in the chat be like for real they probably saying that now i can't see the chat and read this at the same <laughs> time but they, so i'd rather have it in words yes yeah I, like our commentary spru- spruce throughout it is what's gonna keep us get us through this i was able to obtain a copy because a broker who is a friend of a friend told me it exists and is designed to keep a potentially problematic tenants out of the market because housing court is long and hard process that can take years corporate landlords don't want to rent to someone who will screw them over or will take legal action against the landlord for being a slumlord i was the latter i had a slumlord who did an illegal abatement of my unit exposing my family to lead dust then said he wouldn't pay 50k to do it properly altered my lease and refused the repairs i sued him for i sued him and 22 months later i won i feel like i'm in court i feel like i'm the judge right now the way the way i'm going through your whole case i feel like this is like our third hearing okay (laughs) (laughs) i stayed in the unit at a significant lower price got a legal abatement and repairs done years later i moved because i need a bigger spot and suddenly no one wanted to rent to me despite me meeting all the requirements listed in the rentals the broker flat out told me he showed me that my name was on the list and he wouldn't be able to give me an apartment and that i'd have to find private landlords as my only option ultimately i was able to find an apartment with a private landlord but i moved again my options will be limited if i move again my options will be limited because my black this blacklist exists and it's used against undesirables private landlords aren't in the club so they don't have access to the tenant blacklist landlords don't want long-term tenants and the landlord in this case you're reporting are probably about probably doesn't want the daughter to get succession rights or the scammers to get squatters right because many landlords are opting to leave rent stabilized rent control units empty rather than rent them because tenants never want to leave and the rent is so low they lose money on the rentals over time it's ridiculous but this is a scammer's paradise currently nearly four hundred thousand rent stabilized units are empty on purpose in this city because landlords claim they can't make enough money off the lower rents to update the units for new rentals but really if they keep overall rent rental inventory low it drives up the cost on the market rate rentals uh which primarily partially which primarily partially where you get the crazy high rents always associated with new york city i feel like i'm reading the rental agreement right now (laughs) all that fine print is at the bottom of it i feel like it's about to be like no pets no smoking (laughs) it's a fee we charge you when you leave i say all this to say that those scammers have caused themselves and this deceased woman's daughter to end up in housing court regardless of the outcome they will all be named on the tenant blacklist which is unfortunate for this poor woman who literally did nothing wrong well thank god she's old right uh like hopefully whatever she ends up be the last apartment i'm also pointing out this issue about the blacklist as we're seeing a trend of more and more rental users rental units and single family homes being controlled by corporate landlords fuck you jeff bezos this problem could easily spread to other cities if it's not already there already i'm sure it is also of course prince harry was racist until megan i dated a british guy who took me home to meet his family his father asked me if i wanted to lick the sauce off his fingers as we dined on ribs and his brother said don't be nervous interracial dating is fine here just enough color to titillate but too much color will irritate still think still i think it takes more than some cafe a lot uh kegel clamp sessions to get past a lifetime of indoctrination but i guess he's got to start somewhere and megan is a lovely place to start yeah uh yeah and i don't like that's the thing i don't dislike harry any more than these other motherfuckers like if you're dating a white person there's a chance that you're dating somebody that may have some racial hang-ups and shit that they 
got from the start we are we are as black people have racial hangups that we get from the start so oh, yeah it's, it's no one's an exception to this shit and any relationship got something that you got to overcome or work through or compromise or whatever and i i don't know i can't begin to define or know exactly how people do that for their issues but everyone has them you know so good luck to everybody also the wig incident it's interesting that there were three white men and one long black girl at the midnight when nothing good happens when this wig got snatched if she had a man with her maybe even another person this wouldn't have gone down that slack joe slack jawed urchin uh did what he did because he's a coward powered by circumstance and liquid courage he probably been waiting his whole life to violate a black woman and if <laughs> and if he is waiting his whole life he was on that hairy shit no i'm just kidding and if he had, now is the time right if he had snapped and jumped if she had snapped and jumped him we know the cops would have shown up ready to send her to rikers and his friends likely wouldn't have said what really happened take his ass to jail yeah i'm not gonna lie i listen i don't want to assume too much from i'm well i'm just making an assumption from the looks yeah i thought they were like three gay dudes coming from the club like when i saw the video i was like oh it's just like three gay dudes coming from the club and he thought ha 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 it's funny i'm snatching her wig i don't think he did it in the um he thinks in his mind that it's some sort of fucking joke that she should Mm -hmm. laugh at and that his and that his friends would laugh at it'd be okay one he did it to the wrong black woman because she it it want i don't know who the right black woman is but she she definitely wasn't wasn't her Mm -hmm. but two his friends didn't like it right like his friends were like are you fucking like you're out of control to her yeah it was just stupid i don't i don't even know that it was about it being a black woman or not i don't like i don't know if he would have done it to anybody i just know that it was so fucking dumb and no one was there for it even at the time i'm glad she didn't go to jail or something because you're right police show up who knows how they how that goes um but i'm glad he got fired lastly gavin newsom knows what's up while i agree reparations isn't all about money cash app a meal after tax while you figure out what else it's about uh reparations ain't coming because it would acknowledge our humanity and history and has to continue to show us the depths white folks will go to keep black folks under the foot of white supremacy hell reparation checks would probably be the thing to set off the next the second civil war thanks for reading my long ass email and what that wasn't going to fit on voicemail one last thing can you explain how one is able to watch your show live participate in the chat i've been trying to figure it out i'm a bit confused tanisha g from brooklyn enjoy your weekend uh Uh, it's easy um you go to crowdcast.io and um search the black guy tips follow our channel uh but you have made me aware of something i didn't even think about i just need to add a link to the show notes so you can watch the live shows this is yeah. what are we 2700 episodes in and now you got me thinking oh yeah this is how we'll do that so yeah, that way people can see it yeah yeah mm-hmm. um so and it's also on the website too right mm-hmm. and mimi says she don't think the three they were three gay guys i agree to disagree i mean i guess we'll never know for sure but you know i agree to disagree with they that's just how it looked to me it was the way he snatched the wig and the, his mannerism and how funny he thought it was it was it was you know what it is you know what it is now you're making me think a little deeper the reason why because the way he did it was that kind of thing that you hear people talk about in queer spaces where 
a gay dude will act like because i'm gay i'm not a threat to you so i can grab your titties and it's different because i'm gay so your titties is on limits for me it's off limits to just straight men it was that mannerism and like body language that felt like what oh you why you acting like like that where it's like it doesn't matter you're not her you don't have the freedom to touch a person so it gave me that now i could be wrong i don't know this man i haven't done any research or whatever but i when i see men do shit like that it's normally it's there's a there's normally a vibe that's a little more threatening to it like it's a little more like i have the right to do this and you ain't gonna do shit about it this felt more like a what's the big deal but who knows you know i'm making an assumption it's clearly just neither one of us knows the the real answer we both could be wrong so i don't but that was the vibe he gave me was this very like this is funny and it's part of like some game we're both in it's like you don't fucking know this person Mm -mm. but and that really is the the crux of the whole thing you know the rest is just me making assumptions uh scott wright saying killer whale versus great white shark scientists have seen orcas hunt and kill great white sharks that's how you get to the top of the food chain um first of all and then he sent like killer well like a two-minute video with graphic images not suitable for our viewers so okay scott first of all let's just break i'm just gonna tell y'all right now scott is a white man so obviously he identifies with the great white sharks <laughs> secondly he says they have killed great white sharks hunt and killed them and that sound like reparations to me you talking about freedom fighting is that what we talking about great white sharks is killing shit these people hunted the great white sharks down that are plagued to the community and they killed them for the good of not to eat them they killed them to say hey this is a dangerous predator that is running around just chewing on the whole community we the black dolphins will take it upon us to not do like the white dolphins hunting down and 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 trying to sexually assault shit we're gonna just fucking kill the white great white so you have done nothing but prove me right and i don't know why you spent time sending that in (laughs) oh tanisha wrote in again recreational crack hey rider karen nobody picked riding a fly because flies love shit which means they're gonna constantly try to park you on some no thank you is this messy (laughs) is this messy climate i'm riding a praying menace and wishing a nigga would (laughs) it's funny too because um i assumed if you can control your bug you then you control where it lands so if you want to pick a fly you just be like my fly don't land on shit my fly lands on sugar or whatever like you could have you your once again it's your imagination <laughs> you only you only limited upon, you are showing the limits of your, your own ma- imagination <laughs> this a world where you can ride bugs you choosing that your fly has to land in shit sometimes that's interesting and white people news bam majera situation is sad and his body is his body he could choose how to live and die and as someone who has an active addict in my family and former friends who are active addicts i had to learn to set boundaries you can't shame an addict sober and you can't make an addict get sober mm-hmm. when you're spending all your time trying to get them help and sending out search parties and losing sleep and begging and pleading and wishing it would be different your own life is being hijacked i set boundaries with the addicts in my life zero communication until you are sober and a recovery program with at least 90 days in my peace is too important in this one life and this one life i have to live well see that's the thing if you're talking about a super famous addict 
like bam is bam put out a video on his like ig live and he does this more all the time and i think it's harder to do the like no communication no that because they're amplifying everything to where like you may feel compelled if this motherfucker's on ig live basically saying i'm gonna smoke crack till i'll kill myself tonight because you won't let me see my son it's a little harder to ignore because it becomes public because the public is now seeking your conversation on it in a way that they wouldn't if it was a private family matter that the only person that knew were the people that saw the the text or whatever directly involved yes uh do you still miss and care about the person absolutely but you just stopped playing savior in the life of an adult he needs to chase that sobriety daily like he's chasing that rock before he can have contact with his children addicts are highly manipulative blaming everyone around him for why he's drinking and acted out makes everyone else responsible for his sobriety not him i agree lastly that chica person is a whole weed and weeds will grow and spread wherever they're given room she deserves none love y'all tanisha g thank you damn a weed (laughs) that's cold um monique says hey rod and karen our nigga conspiracies persist i told my homegirl about the theory you both have about arby's she sent me the following tiktok which accompanied text the first this, for me this is more evidence that arby is a front for a criminal organization how can they how do they afford this all right let me pull up this tiktok um real quick uh and share it on my screen all right uh boom y'all should be able to see this so um turn the volume up here we go creative decisions are you most proud so steven victor explains why pusha t gets royalties from the arby's theme song of having had a hand in i think convincing pusha to rap on yogi's beat that ended up being the theme song for arby's what yeah (laughs) (laughs) you watch arby's commercial Mm -hmm. at the end of it it goes Arby's, we are the meat. Arby's, we have the meat. That's the song. They don't even use Bush's part. They don't even use Bush's part, but they have to pay him because he, he owns 50% of the song. So every time they, they want to sync the, the song, they have to come to us for approval. Huh? Well, there you well, go. That's actually smart. Yeah, but I mean, we all knew that. I mean, when Pusha T rapped in the commercial, I already knew what it was, so uh i too would like to know where the money is coming from right where they have the money to pay push the t royalty 50 percent. we know it's not from lines at the actual restaurant because we never seen any very confused very suspicious i just drove by one not a car in the parking lot no niggas in the drive-thru happens all the time drove by one other day asked karen hey do you want to go in there karen doesn't want it remember this all started because karen lied to y'all and told you she loves arby's that was years ago we have yet to have gone to an arby's ever since she said that not once so it should tell you a lot about the kind of people that write in about loving arby's they don't eat arby's okay they're not sending me pictures from the arby's with long lines and full full rooms in the dining room they're not doing that because it don't exist their plants their industry plants their ops don't trust them <laughs> uh anyway have a great day protecting that peace and blessings monique aka kim doc thanks kim doc mm-hmm. lastly kj writes in yo what up karen what's good rod so happy you two prolific ass content generating machines been taking breaks i finally got to catch up on my stories 
moving on two different country uh countries in under two oh moving to two different countries in under two years took a toll on my time and sanity the pod definitely helped get it keep it together that's a lot of over <clears throat> congrats glad we could help mm-hmm. anyway fam y'all been showing out for real karen hit that somebody something's a foot pun and i lost it come through karen with the on point pun original flavor mcknight's is now a motherfucking core memory of comedy but dog <laughs> occam's razor right Ra- occam's racism on the fucking fly live on air the fuck i lost my shit and was in awe of that kind of clever ass wit in real time that shit was crazy fucking golf clap for real thank you buddy <laughs> i was very proud of that i made the title of the show uh congratulations on all the success with game theory and you all's upcoming endeavors y'all been out here honing your craft in the hyperbolic time chamber and shit lol so success is a natural progression of all the hard work what's that shakespeare shit all the world's a stage and all the men and women merely players we are living this quote for real right now i just want to thank y'all for being genuine and never disrespecting what you built by coming on here doing some lazy disingenuous performing for the lowest ass common denominator bullshit ass audio version of a black twitter argument on your show just to go viral or whatever thank you you know honestly i was never even tempted to do that but i I, whenever i see those clips going viral there's a tiny part of me that's like what the fuck do we have to do you know what i mean now i don't i'm not i it immediately like it like, we're we, we doing it wrong it comes and goes like that it like it's, it comes and goes like in less than a second but whenever i see one of those like million views and it's just the scummiest worst most reductive insulting right? conversation it is it is deepening the divide between men and women it is exacerbating it it is promoting it it, it wants it wants us to be miserable and yet the people people love it they share it even if it's the shit on it they do those clips are getting millions of plays you know though and they're shysters and grifters in my opinion because when you look at like the content they put online it's crafted to make it look like a room full of people showed up to watch black men tear black women down and vice versa and i think it's disgusting and yet everyone's drawn to it and we're always you know there'll be a new one that's the good news is none of these motherfuckers seem to like truly Stay last right like not since kevin samuels has one of these people been like the the person everybody trying though everyone's trying to get his crown or his brunch boots i guess everyone's trying <laughs> everyone's trying on his brunch boots like cinderella slippers and none of it fit but the damage i think they're doing is just so harmful and toxic and i'm glad that we didn't do that shit and give into that it's enough people yeah because it's not our it's not our hey it's not our personality we would not be true to ourselves yeah i just i think it's just disgusting too uh but yeah you guys have always understood uh, always shown that you understand how dope and authentic medium of podcasting can and should be and to quote karen not trying to be funny but yo their favorite podcast could never tips nation spoiled as fuck and i don't care i like it over here mm-hmm. lol so again shout out to y'all all the way from marit maritus is that uh greece i don't even know what that said on the map baby. an extremely grateful fan love and gratitude your boy kj ps pics of the ronrushian sunrise from my backyard y'all want to see these pics mm-hmm. all right i like pics let's see uh pull them up for y'all and this email. somebody said is Afri- africa oh it's off africa. the coast of madagascar oh my god it is beautiful oh that's gorgeous baby wow 
wow that's amazing oh that is beautiful that's where you live man shit that's worth moving twice what's the rent like let us know okay let us know what's the squatters rights like maybe we can go over there and squat we can squat in somebody's house take care of an old lady till she died and now we got marushan sunsets every night i don't know let that looks amazing though um all right that's it for the show for the feedback thanks for listening uh we'll talk to y'all soon uh i know father's day is tomorrow so my dad will be here so we're definitely yes. doing that show tomorrow yes and the chat room knows that uh when y'all come in if y'all have any questions you know we answer them live on the air yep so until then i love you i love you too Mwah. <laughs>